for me it it was like like you said it the brain perceives danger me how how can i teach my brain that i'm actually safe and for me it was to engage in normal life again um and it somehow clicked in my brain it was just like yeah that's that's it this is it um so i didn't worry about my symptoms if they if they come because i knew they will come if i go out again and go for a walk i knew the fatigue would come but i now know it's from my brain it's nothing wrong with me um and then the important part or at least how i understood it is uh, now your reaction about the symptoms is what really matters hi there beautiful so welcome to the podcast and the youtube channel and this week i've got a recovery story with you it's a very beautiful story at least i hope and i've got leon uh, in front of you you can already see his picture and his video and leon recovered from mecfs as well and he's got a very nice story to tell you so leon before we start can you tell me a little bit how about how your life used to be before you developed chronic fatigue syndrome yes um so i was um rather active you could say i was doing a lot of sports i was studying um, biology I, i started to study biology i finished my abitur is it in german so i finished my high school um degree you could say um was living a re- really active life like i said doing sports in, fit in, in, in the gym so i wasn't really going um, doing surfing or something but i was just working out in the gym um wasn't really partying yeah And did you put a lot of pressure on yourself with studying and going to the gym? Um, with studying, not not really. It was like whatever. <laughs> I did it. It 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 was okay. It wasn't really stressful. But with sports, however, I was really eager to look the best way I possibly could, and I uh, started working out at like at the age of thirteen, and it was like my my life, like this big big hobby um which was the most important thing really the most important thing in my whole life was working out and looking a certain way like and you, muscular and so did you manage to get your ideal look? um no of course not because <laughs> <laughs> um it's like um you look better but your expectations always rise with it so it, you're you're never gonna achieve it you're never be yes. happy with uh, how you look if you Or at least that's how it was for me. Um, I wasn't happy with my physique ever. Yes, I, I mean that's. I think a lot of people with chronic fatigue get did exercising in such a way that it was just getting unhealthy. Personally, I also did extreme sports, and I always yeah. wanted to be more muscled, fighting this image that I had about myself. But somehow I developed disturbed self-image. You know, like I oh, couldn't yeah. really see myself anymore. I was already really muscled but i still saw this thin guy that never really went away yeah that was that was exactly the same with me and um working out i i remember training legs and so on to the point where i was really really uncomfortable it was like nearly puking um, so i really um went over my boundaries like nearly every workout so that wasn't really healthy as well 
Ah, yeah. So, yeah, that I remember from when I was doing insanity. Maybe you've heard about that exercise type. You push yourself to, to the extreme, and then afterwards, I was so exhausted. And after a while, every, after every exercise, I needed longer to recover from it. Yeah. And then uh, lots of things came together. And that turned out in, into my symptoms developing. But how did how did it turn around for you? How did you develop your first symptoms? Um, for me, it was really um, a really slow process. Let's let's say. So my um, energy in the gym declined really slowly, or at least that's how I noticed that there's something wrong with me, um, because I just had less and less energy and less and less power. Um, I gotta say, I all so in this whole time frame we moved um houses though that was a very stressful thing um i was in a caloric deficit like for a year because i wanted to be leaner um and i had like some stress on my mind all the time and yeah so i like that probably would have been more or less normal to just have like a decline in in energy because of all of these things but i didn't really think about it and i kept pushing really hard in the in, in the gym even though I, I didn't have the energy i kept pushing my boundaries on and on and on and on and so like you said the recovery um periods were getting longer and my energy was still slowly decreasing and that was i think over half a year or a year to the point where i really had to like stop doing workouts i couldn't work out anymore and that was like oh no <laughs> Now I'm gonna look like I look like before, look like uh, when I um, started working out, which also was like a point in my head where that was really stressful because I put so much emphasis on this perfect, perfect body of mine and the way that it had to look, and I couldn't really keep keep the physique um, good looking anymore because I couldn't work out hard anymore because I didn't have any, any energy. Yeah, and then like I said, it went like this and when did you first realize that these symptoms of fatigue were extreme or not normal anymore um it was that i um, the new semester at my university started and i was there like i think two times or three times in one week and it was really exhausting like really exhausting I, it, it was like I had to be there at 10 o'clock and leave at 14 o'clock. So only like four, four hours university just sitting there. So not really long. And, but after that, I was so done that I had to lay down. And then I had two more days of this. And then I had to lay down again after these days. And I needed a few days to recover from that. And then I thought, oh, damn, I'm not able to work. How, how, can, I able to, how can I be able to work or live a normal life? If I can't even be at outside of my house for like, I don't know, 10 hours a week, how am I going to do that? Um, and then I started Googling a lot. So how oh, probably many um, of us did and also visited a lot of doctors. They told me I'm, I'm healthy, I'm fine. Um, and then I found this like chronic fatigue syndrome stuff and went, <laughs> took a deep dive <laughs> into that. And <laughs> what happened then? It got worse. <laughs> it got way worse. <laughs> no, it's a, no, it's a surprise. <laughs> it got really, really, really worse. 
Um, really. Yeah. Um, I visited a girlfriend of mine. Oh, not, not a girlfriend, a friend. A female friend. Um, <laughs> you have to watch out. You have yeah, to watch yeah, out yeah, yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Everybody can be anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she told me that she also had like this um, um, weird fatigue going on. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. She has like the same symptoms, let's say, as me. So maybe there really is something wrong with me. Maybe it's just not me thinking um, I have CFS or something like that. Maybe it's really the case. And then I started to do more research. And after like the the, the meeting we had, it was like, you... so in like two to three days, um, it got worse again. And then it was like, I couldn't even leave the house more or less to take a five or 10 minute walk because I would like get really dizzy. And so my, my eyes would do this were clamped together like that, which was kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and yeah, there was, I don't know, that was a year ago, maybe. And then the really, um, worst part of all was when I had uh, Corona and the flu at the same time, because after that, um, it was like really the worst I had been in this whole two and a half years. Um, I mean, you, you read, um, long COVID stuff or something. So I, I had the fear, of course, now I have COVID and I have this fatigue. Maybe it's getting worse because now I have long COVID as well. And I didn't have to wait long for this to really kick in <laughs> because two weeks or like a week, um, after I, um, had recovered, let's say from like the, um, initial COVID and flu uh, symptoms, the fatigue really set in. So it was like, um, I had to, or I only could do like 10 minutes of activity and then had to lay down for 20 minutes. And so this was my whole day, 10 minutes activity and activity means like getting up, sitting on a chair and then like carving a little bit or something like that for 10 minutes. How long yeah. did that space last in your life? Not too long, actually, like a week, let's say. It, it got better very, very slowly. And that was the, um, the point when I really started to, um, look on the, like other side of, of fatigue, like I, I looked up success stories and was trying to find out, okay, how did other people get out of this? Because in my head, it still was like unhealable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let's go back to when you met the, the friend of yours yeah. who had chronic fatigue syndrome. And then within a few days, you got really bad. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Well, I don't know, actually. Um, I think, um, this, well, I gotta say, I didn't, um, had chronic fatigue syndrome, um, diagnosed, but I'm pretty sure if I had wanted it, wanted it diagnosed, uh, I would have gotten a diagnosis for it because all my symptoms were like hundred percent that what you read um, on the internet. Um, and I just think it was like, um, how do you call it? 
a negative affirmation, if that makes sense. Um, so that I then thought, yeah, I have like this, um, and I have to feel like this, like in the unconscious mind. Of course, I didn't think, um, I have to be really exhausted after this now because I have like this chronic fatigue syndrome stuff with this post-exertional lace or however you call it, but somehow maybe it like stuck with me in the unconscious mind and then just gave me the results. I don't know. That could be. And during that time you were still living at your parents' place. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm still still living. So you didn't, you didn't have to worry about finances? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, yeah. Which I'm yeah. really thankful for because if you like have this um, stuff, but you don't have uh, the the luxury <laughs> of living with your parents, that they can help you, then that's a bit more a bit more difficult. But um, when I really said, okay, I'm gonna rest now as much as I can. I'm gonna focus everything on the recovery and everything on standing still and resting. That also meant I'm focusing most of my attention to my symptoms and most of my attention to how I feel, which then also kind of made it worse because that the only thing in my life basically was this fatigue stuff. This was the only thing and all my attention was there because I didn't have to do anything. But I think that made it also a little bit worse yes. as well. Then the new semester started. And I had to visit university and I was really thinking about, okay, can, can I handle this? Can I handle this? Do I have enough energy? And I started to think about that and it got a little worse again. That was like the time where I could go to university like two times a week for like two to three hours. That was okay. University for two times a week, two to three hours. That was okay. I could handle it, but I needed two to three days um, of rest after one day leaving the house. And then I um, was um, taking like a little course outside um, of university in the in, in in the woods, and directly after that, two days after that, I had I had COVID and the flu. Okay, so you were still studying yes. in Germany. Yes. Um, what did you study? Biology. Ah, yes, yeah. Uh, and then you've. Did you got COVID? Were you stressed out about it or were you actually like, oh, this is a good thing? Well, consciously, I didn't really think much about it, but, um, a few times I Googled about long COVID and that stuff, because I definitely had the fear that, ah, <laughs> I was, um, it was uh, like this, I was quite happy, let's say, that I could at least maintain going to university two times a week because then I at least could keep on studying. But as I have then gotten Corona and the flu, I thought, oh no, this is so much stress for my body. Um, it's, I'm gonna go over my energy boundaries. And then after that, I probably can't go to university two times a week because I had this massive illness that my body had to um, get over and that maybe took my energy res uh, resources um, or it's going to take my energy resources. So maybe after that, I yeah, don't have the energy to keep on studying like I did before. 
So we made that happen? Setback. Yes. Yes. So how did yes. it go from there? Um, well, I, <laughs> I didn't go to university anymore because I couldn't. Um, for the time, like I said, I, I was doing 10 minutes activity, 20 minutes rest with a, with a timer on my, on my cell phone. Um, it did get a little better. So after two weeks, uh, I could do like an hour of activity and then rest for 30 minutes. Um, so it was like a, a steady increase there. I was doing your, your program and was journaling and so on. And that also was the time, like I um, said, where I actually was or found out that I don't need anything to be quite happy. Can you say this again? I don't need anything? That I, I don't need anything to be happy. That you don't need to be happy, you mean? And I, I, I don't need anything to be happy. I can just be happy even oh, with yeah. no energy or with very little energy. Because before, Sorry, yeah. Yeah. before this... Um, before Corona happened, I also thought I want my old life back. I want I want to work out again. I want to meet friends. I I want to do this and that, and I can't do it. And my life is miserable. Miserable. It sucks and so on. Um, <laughs> those of course were the thoughts I had. And they all of course got worse. Um, when my symptoms got worse with Corona, but it also was a huge opportunity for me looking back to change that way of thinking with the help of, of your program and also um, with like a lot of journaling and so on I yeah enjoyed the, the simplest things in life how come you were ready for uh, such a program I didn't know what else to do to be honest so I, I was really <laughs> doubting that all the um, or that such a program could actually do something. Then I started to uh, watch many recovery stories and all of the recovery stories were with doing like work on your, your own work on, on yourself. That's the word <laughs> work on yourself or with yourself. Um, but I don't know. So I decided, I think just to, just to try it out, just to do it. It and wasn't like a it? conscious thing. It was. What what else did you do before? I mean, lots of people change their diets and everything. Did you do something? Yes, I I was vegan, so I changed that back to eating <laughs> meat and all of that stuff because I was thinking that maybe the diet was um, causing all of that. I was taking loads of supplements, of course. Um, didn't help. Everything didn't help. I was. Um, eating more because I thought, okay, I'm just depriving my body of energy. Maybe I'm eating too little. Didn't help. Um, yeah, okay. was all this stuff. So you didn't have really a crazy journey with hundreds or thousands of therapies? No, no. I'm, I'm, I, I had like a small doctor's marathon, let's say. I had my my, my heart checked, my, my liver checked. Um, I tested for HIV. Um, I think I had, or I had fear of having cancer like four or five times. So I ultrasounded my, my, my neck and so on, but it, um, wait, sorry. Um, but it wasn't like a 
huge therapy session um, rundown or something like that. No? Cool. Hey, and then you, you talked to me in the the conversation we had uh, up front. You talked me. You told me uh, about the present moment and yes. how oh, awareness. I don't remember how you called it anymore. So how did you it, how did you name it and what did you experience? Um, well, a very crucial part for my recovery, um, I think was getting out of my head a little bit or a little bit getting completely out of my head, at least for some moments at, at the beginning, because I was constantly thinking about my past and my future. Like I said, I want to go out. I can't go out. I want to work out. I can't work out. Um, and through your program, I don't know what, what module it is. But somewhere you said something like that you yourself sat down on a on a bank in like a park or something like that and watched like the people running around that they're just rushing from point A to point B. So the park in the middle is basically missing. And I really felt that. I don't know. It, it really resonated with me. Um, and then I started to be as much in the present moment as I could through breath work, really feeling the breath, feeling my, my my butt sitting on the chair, feeling the, the skin and so on. And that, that was really helpful because if you feel your body with all the senses it has, then you're automatically not thinking as much as if you don't do it because there is no, no, no place for thinking ahead in the future or about the past. So that was a huge relief, actually, to not have like mind going like this twenty four seven. And yeah, that's still with me. So that's a, a really big um, um, impact the whole fatigue thing had on my life, where I'm pretty happy about it. Actually, that it happened to me because I'm way more conscious now and will stay like or I want to stay more conscious um, because it just gives the gives lives it gives life so much so much richness what's the word i said earlier um poverty consciousness or lack or lack of consciousness um so the feeling that always something is missing because if you're always on the rush from point b from from point a to point b you're at point b what are you gonna do you're not gonna you're not happy here so you're gonna go to c you're not happy at c so you're gonna keep on moving but you're not happy ever yes um and that's how it was for me and being happy um just being in the present moment so that's the that's simple yeah it's that simple it's right in front of you just have to do it and it's work wow amazing and do you have any other tip for someone who's like i can't be happy because i'm like this It's not the thought, I want to be happy. So now I'm gonna be in the present moment. So it's not about thinking I want to be happy. Um, I think it's more about just, just feeling, just being and just feeling, um, not expecting happiness to come. It will come, but it's okay. not this, it's not this happiness, um, um, like getting a present or something it's 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 much more than that it's it's it feels like meaning if you get what i mean it's like having a Beautiful. meaning at least for me 
and the meaning was was missing in kind of in my life before that. So it, I'm really thankful for all the stuff actually. Beautiful. And how did that help you in your journey? It um, definitely toned down the, let's say, it, um, what is it? Catastrophical thinking. The, the thinking of I'm not going to get better or, or whatever, because all of that wasn't really important anymore. Because I knew I can just, it doesn't matter what happens in the future. It, it's completely irrelevant because I'm just feeling good and safe right now. Um, and that I think really calmed or helped me to calm, calm down my nervous system as well, because I mean, you probably know it as well, this like tired and wired feel where you're like constantly hypervigilant and so on. And that just, it was like a, a deep feeling that everything is right somehow. I like it. Beautiful. Yeah, I, I personally, I loved it as well. I spent days on park park banks just watching. And it's, it's not exciting, you know, it's, but, it, but it's soft. And it was sort it, of, it's, it's calming down. I think that's when the body gets to the parasympathetic nervous system. Some people have never been in the parasympathetic nervous system. And yeah, it's, it's, it's it's full and it's colorful, but it's not, it's not, nothing special to be honest. No, but you, then if, if you do something like this, like you said, just sit down on the parking bench, don't think about anything, just look and hear and feel you'll, you'll be surprised of how many things you notice and feel and smell that you didn't know were there. It's yeah. kind of amazing and like. If you f feel and, um, and see like this, then there is like a richness in the world, which was missing before, at least for me, it was like that. That's great. And, and how did your journey go from there? Um, I was, like I said, doing, doing the program, I was improving. So that was, I was quite happy that it was actually going like this and not like this or like this. Um, okay. I kept journaling, I kept. Um, what was also <laughs> um, important was like dealing with the emotions I had because I was really irritable really fast um, anger had to be like um, or wanted to get out at least in some way so I brought I, 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 I brought a lot I, I I danced or I moved at least somehow. Um, I carved myself like a, a, a long stick and I was like doing like this to get like the anger out a little bit. Um, so that helped. Um, and then somewhere down the line, I came across TNS. That was um, from um, Paid for Use, a YouTube channel, or Dan is his name. And then in like a few days, I think I watched his video, like his videos, like two or three days, I, I, I completely switched because like this whole TMS stuff, I, I read about it a lot as well, kind of made sense. 
um, for me with the fatigue stuff. And then I just went out again and tried to live my life as normal as it as I could, and that somehow worked. But um, the whole foundation I built was pretty important, I think, so that this change could happen in like a few days, actually. It's amazing, so fast. This. And I think because I I had um, an interview with uh, with Dan Bulio because he's really good at explaining it. That was all the right words. Yes, this interview I saw on your channel and then started to look into TMS because before that I didn't really hear about TMS. I didn't know it was a thing. Um, and then I it's started. The it's actually in the program. Yeah, but but um, I saw it, but I was like, mm, "That's it doesn't work. That's not my <laughs> stuff. I, I, I could, I, <sighs> yes, I, I, I saw it. But I couldn't do anything with it. I don't know. It would... uh, I know I, I wrote some stuff of that down in my in my journal, in my diary. But it didn't click with me. I don't know why. I, I, I watched it, like, I think um, two weeks ago. And you said pretty much everything that, that was important. But it didn't click with me. I don't know why. I, I, I can't tell you why. Yeah, sometimes we just need to hear it differently, and and then Bulio can say it really beautiful. So with TMS for everybody who's uh, who's listening or watching, the brain uh, perceives danger and creates symptoms to protect you via what could be a distraction. It's like um, extreme fatigue because there's danger. Go to bed. That's the only place you're safe. And the more you focus then on symptoms, the more. Um, danger you perceive, the more symptoms you need, and that's usually a downward spiral. And the same thing happened as well, I think, when you met that friend who had chronic yes. fatigue syndrome. And yes. reading about chronic fatigue syndrome is also one of the worst things that you can do because... Um, <laughs> yeah, so how, what do you think? How do you think that uh, that that, uh, that worked out for you? Uh, the TMS thing. Yes, and, and reading about the diagnosis and meeting the friend, having it all in hindsight right now. Um, well, like I said, I'm quite happy that that this happened um, because that kind of kicked off my recovery story. Because now I had something, or now I could say, okay, I have this, and I have chronic fatigue syndrome. How do I get rid of it? Before that, I wasn't really, I was trying to figure out what was wrong with me. But all the doctors couldn't help me because they basically said I'm healthy. Because oh, all yes. my tests were positive. They're not positive. They were good for my blood blood work and so on. Yes. And, and you also mentioned that you didn't have the diagnosis of MECFS, no. which is, of course, lo logical because there is not really a diagnosis tool. And, and we can create some and make some imaginary exactly. lines. But... In the end, these are just mind-body symptoms that are created by the mind. It has, of course, an impact in the, on the body, but there is not really a diagnosis. Um, a funny example um, for that, that the mind is kind of creating these symptoms, which was really clear for me after all this stuff. I read about people getting symptoms from eating, eating certain foods. And... I don't know why that happened, but I ate like cottage cheese with roasted sunflower seeds. Like, 
quite a lot of sunflower seeds, like 50 grams or something like that, which was like a good handful. And 30 minutes after eating that, I got a really hard fatigue set in. I had to lay down. I didn't do anything that day. I ate that stuff and the fatigue came along. I had to lay down. And I thought to myself, oh no, I can't eat that. But after three, four days, it, because it was so tasty, I ate it again. The fatigue set in again. And I think I did that for three or four times. And the combination cottage cheese and sunflower seeds made like a really bad fatigue for some hours. But only one thing, eating only one thing, didn't. So that was kind of weird. Again, so then, I don't know, it might creating some symptoms over weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how it works. So then you led your brain and mind and body to safety. You didn't worry that much anymore about symptoms. Did you just push through or did you just ignore it? Or did you, did emotional work with it? Um, but like I said, I, I did all of the emotional work before I discovered or not. You can't do all of, all of the emotional work. You could like keep doing it. But I started all of that um, before I found this um, TMS um, stuff. And well, for me, it, it was like, like you said it, the brain perceives danger. Me? How, how can I teach my brain that I'm actually safe? And for me, it was to engage in normal life again. Um, and it somehow clicked in my brain. It was just like, yeah, that's, that's it. This is it. Um, so I didn't worry about my symptoms if they, if they come, because I knew they will come. If I go out again and go for a walk, I knew the fatigue would come, but I now know it's from my brain. It's nothing wrong with me. Um, and then the important part, or at least how I understood it is uh, now your reaction about the symptoms is what really matters so that you don't have fear about your symptoms. You don't push them away because having fear and pushing the symptoms away and running away from symptoms, um, like reinforces this, um, perception about the symptoms, that they are something bad, that they're, they're dangerous. So I felt the symptoms. If I, I, I took a walk, like I said, I got really dizzy and so on. I felt it. I was doing the breath work. I was breathing. I was being in the conscious moment, just feeling everything, but like from another perspective. So I wasn't the fatigue. I was like watching it. Um, yeah, that was basically how I kept, kept my days going then. I was just doing basically what I want, enjoying life being very aware of everything, of the, the fatigue, the fear I had, but not, um, not becoming it. And then they just disappeared. They faded away slowly. My, and my, that, yes. How long, how long was that period? Uh, well, it was the beginning of February actually, where I, um, began and now it's middle of April and all of the, uh, the symptoms. Um, I mean, they still were there at the beginning of like the of beginning of February, but they were way, um, way less than a week prior to the, um, prior to my, let's say recovery. Um, and 
in this whole time frame from beginning to February to now, um, it's just a decline in these symptoms. So they are not as severe anymore. Yes, I, I do feel some fatigue um, sometimes after I work out, um, but it's just so tiny. <laughs> it's just like normal fatigue probably. That's great. Yeah. So, so you're work you're working out again? Yes, yes, but uh, with a completely different mindset. Um, it's not about looking as good as I can. It's just to, I just, I I have to move. I have, I have to get my get my energy out some somehow, and to engage in normal life. Going to the gym again was kind of important for me, um, because. It was like one interview I watched, and after that I was like, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna go to the gym. Tomorrow I'm just gonna go to the gym. It was a crazy idea because like I didn't do workout for like over a year, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna hit the gym. I'm just gonna do it. And so yeah, that was kind of how I got into it again. I don't really, I don't really like the atmosphere in in in, in a gym anymore. It's kind of weird for me, but yeah, I'm just gonna. Keep hey, on doing it a little bit longer. You're a young man, lots of energy. Well, Leon, thank you very much for the interview. I think it's very inspirational. And Thanks for having I, me. I, I, knew, I know you also did an interview with with Ben Bulio, so thank you for doing an interview with me as well. Um, is there uh, anything that you would like people to know? Maybe uh, a small tip or... Uh, well, a small tip, um, journal, <laughs> write down, um, I mean, if, if you do the, the program from Benier, for example, have a little book where you write everything down from the module, um, modules. It's like really learning for a, for a test, you could say. So get the, the critical information out of it that resonates with you, write that down. So it really gets into your brain. That did help me a lot. Great. And you can also really open your book, read it. If you're like, if you're having a dip or something like that, you can open it and then you get like the key elements. You can just have them instantaneously. So you don't have to read everything again or watch everything again. And also do that sometimes if you, if you, um, if you need it or if you feel down, get your help from the, from the program, do it. That's the way I did it. Great. Then thank you a lot for your time. Thank you, Leo. Yeah, thank you as well. And enjoy life again. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I am. Bye, everyone. And I'll stop recording. Bye.